to meet you. It's great to meet you too, Q. It's a good drive, great night in the beautiful LBC here. You know, my friend, uh, my friend uh, Baca here is quite, he's a unique fellow in many ways. But, uh, why don't you open up about uh, how you grew up, where you grew up, first of all, what, what country are you from? I'm from uh, Serbia. Ah, and what, what what city do you hail from specifically? I'm from the capital of Belgrade. Ah, very good, very good. I believe I've been there. Uh, I believe you've been. Once or twice. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's a funny story. Belgrade, uh, in translation, means white city, and uh, <laughs> there's a there was a big fortress. I mean, there still is, but it's kind of demolished. But and the. Uh, Ten centuries ago, it was big, and then when the people who wanted to conquer the city, they they came upon the river and they saw a big white fortress, thus the name of White City. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's fun. It, I laugh because I know you know, we have usual friends from the country of Montenegro, yeah. which means Black Mountain. So, all in all, in good fun here. <laughs> well. The topic for today, we're going to be talking about the contemporary immigration topic. Okay. Interesting topic. Now, Abaka, how does that really, how, how can you fit within this? Are, are you yourself a recent immigrant or refu- refugee? Um, I don't think I'm a refugee. I, I definitely consider myself a, a recent immigrant. Uh, I moved here in 2016 to pursue a higher education. Um, ever since then, I've been trying to finish school. And it's been good. What are you majoring in again? I'm uh, majoring in uh, business marketing while I'm minoring in uh, cybersecurity. Oh, that's Computer great. Science. That's great. There's a lot of job opportunities there. Yeah, absolutely. That's fun. All good choices, but as far as as your involvement with being a recent immigrant, how how did that go for you? Because uh, from what I understand, there are several different categories that somebody who is an immigrant can fit under. So first, we'd have family-based immigration. Second, employment-based. Third per country ceilings we have we have some limitations there we have refugees and asylees looking seeking asylum from us and then we have our diversity visa and other forms of humanitarian relief but where where would you say that you fit in how what how did you to say it bluntly baka how did you get here 
Well, so Long Beach State, they, they recruited me based off my water polo skills and they offered me a full athletic scholarship to, to come here. Uh, so what that means basically is uh, they would be paying for my school and I would be playing water polo for them. So that's how I started my, my life in the U.S. But uh, two years after that, uh, my parents who were still in the white city of Serbia, they, they were playing the immigration lottery. Yes. And uh, I guess they won. And now, um, since I wasn't 21 at the time, I was still considered, a, I wasn't considered, I was considered a minor. Mm. So I got the green card too. And uh, so now I guess I'm not, um, I'm not on a student visa anymore. I have a green card. So oh. I'm treated kind of like an American citizen. Well, that's great to hear. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, okay. So how, how was that? Uh, how, how long did it take for when your parents at first heard that they had, when they first found out that they won the lottery, to when, you know, all everything was signed paper-wise, and then them being in the country... How long are we looking at as far as the timeline here? So I believe um, it was early May when they called me. It was uh, it was morning here. Uh, of 2016. Of uh, 2018. 2018. No, 2017. May 2017. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So I was here for a year and a half. That's right. You sorry. Yeah. You started. Yeah, I was Long Beach yes, in 2016. Yes. 2017 in May, you get this call. So then from May, how long did it take for them to, to, to get over? We, so they moved here in February 2018. So almost a full year. Was that nine months? I'm not good with the... Okay. Well. I, yeah, it's, it's a long process. Definitely a super long process. For sure. Well, well I mean, we're just glad that there's no... Was there any kind of a reason... For a rush, or were the, I didn't know. they planned on it? No, so I went basically after after they tell you you won, um, kind of wait a few months, just mm. like empty wait, um, and then then you go for a bunch of paperwork and do a lot of medical checks, like uh, you know if you have I don't know any illness or I don't know, like diabetes, whatever you know they they check you on check you up on everything. Do a background check. Uh, you go for a lot of interviews at the U.S. Embassy in Belgrade. So, like I said, it was, um, it was a long... So, after May, after we found out we won, uh, it was a long wait. Because they had to check out so many... I mean, so many people. It was like a thousand people, maybe more, that got the green card. Uh, um, so, we waited until... Our, I think our appointment with the embassy was uh, mid-December. And all those appointments then lasted for a month and a half until early February. And during that time... We had to go to a doctor's appointment, do some blood work, um, and then we went to the embassy like four or five different times, and we were interviewed a bunch. Huh. Uh, I think we had to do the Pledge of Allegiance, 
Yeah. Is that mm. what it's called? Well, you might have to swear our swear an oath. We were, we were swearing an oath for something. I can't really remember, but they had us raise our hands and repeat after them. Okay, um, for sure. Swear your loyalty to the crown. Yeah, I feel yeah, you. yeah. Something. Yeah, it felt. It felt something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Absolutely. And then um, after that, it was just another wait for them to finally get us approved. Even though we won, we still weren't approved. So uh, you could still potentially get denied really yeah if, if they're not satisfied with uh, what you bring to the country so like you can't have a rap sheet for example like, you can't be like an ex-convict or, or something because then they're not gonna accept you you have to have a high school degree I remember that was one of the requirements uh, uh, I know my friend's family is trying to get one but their uh, his dad didn't finish high school he dropped out in, in uh, junior year so now he's taking like night school in order if if they get if they get the green card so he can pass that requirement okay. but yeah there's a i can't really remember off the top of my head but there's definitely a lot of small requirements basically they just want a perfect candidate were you guys passed with flying colors when that yeah, yeah. check came by yeah it was it was stressful because uh on the last very last appointment uh they sent us back home because we were missing a paper oh no and my parents were freaking out i mean just a single a single paper a single paper yeah and then we had to wait for a week oh my god to get another appointment and it was it was the most stressful week of of my life definitely i mean not my, I, I was i was okay because it just didn't make sense for them to deny us if we miss a paper you know, plus we had a, a rescheduled appointment. I mean, uh, maybe they're just looking for an excuse. You know, maybe, to... but it, it, it turned out to be fine. You know, we, we got there and it was all good. There we go. Hey, man, what, what exactly is this white porcelain horn looking thing you got here? It says Nevlers. Who, who's Nevler? Is it like <laughs> Nebuchadnezzar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nebuchadnezzar's uh, elder sister? Uh, elder, uh, they're uh, an elder family from the uh, white city of Serbia. Ah, the good old white city of Belgrade. Let's see uh, how this goes. So you just give it a little puff. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we don't have any video just to explain. It's a pink salt Himalayan. It's a Himalayan pink salt inhaler. It's uh, it's meant to cleanse your respiratory system, your sinuses and uh, throat. Yeah. Oh well, it's great. Lungs, yeah. Well, especially with uh, COVID-19 going around, I'm, I'm really glad to see you doing your part to maintain and upkeep your respiratory system. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm all about it. I'm all about you. Absolutely. Well, uh, is there anything else that we can suggest for our fans out there? Maybe uh, saunas, if they can get... And saunas would be awesome. But uh, uh, right, recently, but... I've, been, uh, I've been following uh, Wim Hof and... Um... My few for you who haven't heard about him, he uh, holds 26 different world records. Oh. Uh, yeah, he like climbs mountains in nothing but shorts and open-toe sandals. Birkenstocks. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I think he did it in Birkenstocks. Yeah. He went all the way up to Mount Everest, almost all the way up in, without a shirt, in shorts and open-toe sandals, and he preaches uh, cold showers and breathing techniques. To help your immune system and basically everything in your life so i've been following that and it's pretty good that's dope man what's his name again wim hoff that's w-i-m mm. hoff hoff one H-O-F-F. or two f two very good very good now marco 
Where Where did your parents grow up exactly? Uh, in Belgrade, Serbia. Yeah, we're from the, the capital. Okay, okay. And, and and when somebody says old or new Belgrade, what what exactly does that mean? So, um, Belgrade uh, is a city built on two rivers, and uh, I guess the old part is across one river where the fortress is, and then the new part is across the river. Okay. Huh. Well, are, do they each hail from one half and the other, or? Oh uh, no, it's, I don't think it's exact halves. Uh, just the the old part is more historical. But, um, it has older buildings and uh, more monuments and like parks, I guess. So it's more significant significance to the history of the city. Okay, for sure. Why? Well, under the understanding that your parents lived through some, excuse my French, pretty crazy shit. <laughs> Do you, you want to maybe touch on uh, just America tampering and other business, other countries' fucking business? But what exactly went down, bro? Oh, yeah, so uh, there was a civil war that was. Uh took place in the 1990s, the beginning, when uh, my dad was uh, 21, uh, and he was he had to serve in the war, and uh, a lot of his good friends died on the battlefield next to him. Oh, shit. Uh, it was a tough time for him. Uh, my mom was, they were dating at the time, and uh, my mom was waiting for him. Oh. Uh, so she was, she, was, she was getting stressed, because she would just, every night, she would wait for the news on the radio had this radio frequency when they would announce the names of the deceased. So her and a couple of other friends that had their brothers or friends or boyfriends in, on the field, they would like hang out and just wait and hope they don't recognize the name. Um, oh. So that was uh, definitely a hard time for me and my parents. Oh, absolutely. That must be heart-wrenching just expensive at all and it's, it's awful but another extension I mean my old roommate his his dad was playing pro soccer and he's telling me how his, his pops was running on the tarmac while the airport airport was being bombed and running with his stuff bro in the world, it can be a tough place, you know. Uh, I'm sure you've met Pavle. Yeah, yeah, I've met Pavle. He looks like he's, you know, yeah, he's yeah. still affected. Oh. <laughs> um, Forrest Whitaker. Anyways. Um, well, I, I feel like, you know, these, there's some really heart-wrenching tragic events that went down within that decade and when we talk about how we can relate this to material from the course our article with Che in which she utilizes silence that's what's the most notable but when we talk about this article fuck and the, the experiences that Che had, kind of similar. 
except, you know, a little bit different. She moved to the country a lot younger in life. So that, that must have definitely been more of a culture shock. Did you, did you yourself experience any kind of a culture shock uh, when you first yeah, came? Yeah, yeah. Had uh, you been to the States before? No. Really? Only in movies. Have you ever seen a Whole Foods in, oh, in no, Serbia? No. Really? Um, you hear that? You hear that, listeners? They don't have Whole Foods in Serbia. They don't. They don't. Shame on you. Shame on your... Shame on our system. Your system. Yeah, I feel like it's the government's fault. Well... There we go. Yes. It's been a pleasure. I really feel like... Diving into your story. And... You know, what kind of limitations and... and the, the mostly inclusionary with with delay but still inclusionary experience of the of the process was I think this was a very beneficial conversation a very healthy dialogue which can add to the overall story of what we are together as Americans I'm glad I could be a part of it. Not only this conversation, but it's truly amazing. May God bless America. God bless America. All right.